0: Lazarus dreamed that he was swimming down in Bethany And the water took him by his knees And dragged him down, down He swam through fire and swam through hell Rolling underneath the swell He thought that he heard Gabriel Calling in the dark He sat beside a golden door In between the deep someone called to him come forth and he walked into the light
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to these go to 11 once again i'm nathan bell greg dutcher greg what's going down
2: couldn't be more excited about this one nathan
1: this is going to be good. We have uh, forlorn strangers joining us um, Chris, Ben, Hannah, and Abby. Jesse, also part of the group, who could not join us tonight. Um, so, what we want to do is just dive right in. Guys, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Chris, Nathan, we'll Nathan you. before
2: they do. Okay. You know I've got to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Jesse, was ho- I was hoping to run right past that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse wasn't here tonight, so. Um, that was me singing the fifth part of that song that led this off to the Um I don't like to brag about my musical gifting. If but anyone's
1: driving, we understand if you need to pull over because you're laughing so hard. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, remember, uh, you guys, if you go back, because I know you guys are avid listeners to this podcast, go back to the one, which one was it, dude, where I, I, I was singing the Third Eye Blind?
1: Wasn't um, that where uh, Matt Smith was on for the... Um, uh, W- was it? It might have been one?
2: It might have been the No, no, it was the First one of the year Where we talked about Driscoll Oh, that's right And yes. all that stuff Because we wanted right. to play Our old intro
1: That's
3: right So
2: we played Third Eye Blind How's It Gonna Be Any guys remember that song? Of course. How's it gonna
3: be? Oh! <laughs> and I sounded just like them I? <laughs> And I sang along
2: to it And people will tell you That listen It changed your lives oh,
4: yeah. For the better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <was an> <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that.
2: I did not say that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let these guys intro themselves, but I couldn't be more fired up.
5: Yeah, this is going to be great. Um, so Chris, why don't we go ahead and start with you? I'm Chris Banky. I play guitar and mandolin, and I sing, <laughs> and I write some songs. Awesome,
6: cool. My name is Benjamin Lusk. I play the banjo uh, and the guitar and uh, write from time to time. <laughs>
7: We'll be all right. <laughs> my name's Hannah Lusk and I play the mandolin and the upright bass sometimes and I sing the lower part usually out of Nollies. the two ladies. But I'm singing some of the higher parts now too. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
3: um
4: my name is Abigail Dempsey. I play the fiddle and Hannah and I both do some percussion as well, tambourine and shaker. We have a little stomp box that Serves as our kick drum and nice. the backbeat. Um, I play harmonica. I sing. All of us write. All five of us write and sing. There's not really a lead singer. Jesse plays dobro and guitar and bass. He's not here, but he sings. We can speak for him.
2: Yes, and um, <laughs> Nathan, do you know what a dobro is?
1: Not a clue. No.
2: Yeah, tell us. I saw that on your write-up. What is a dobro?
1: It's an old, old wooden
6: ship. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it is, it I is would a, believe it, man. It, <laughs> it is a uh, it is a variety of slide guitar that is nice. a, you use the metal bar to slide them down the strings. It's fretless, and it kind of gives it that. Uh, it's a little bit of country twang. Nice and bluegrass twang.
2: Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, where is Jesse tonight? I want to call him out since he's not he, here.
6: He was
5: skiing. With the girl sister, Sarah, up in... Uh, yeah.
7: and his six nephews. And
5: his six nephews. Oh, yeah.
7: Quality okay. family Near time. Bethlehem. Oh,
5: so your sister, Sarah.
7: Yes.
2: Skiing, I got you. So I want Sarah. to out there. Is there something going on there? No. no. with them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious. <laughs> the scoop. Oh, okay. Only they
7: do.
2: Yeah. Are we going to have to edit that out later? Is that going to make Sarah really upset?
7: <laughs> no, she'll love it. Well, okay, good, yeah. good. <laughs> Keep it in
2: there. Just, just uh, for, for people that don't know... Uh, I know the two ladies that everybody just heard <laughs> Hannah, and I still can't Hannah Lusk. it just still blows my mind. <laughs> I think of her as Hannah Dempsey, but she married this fine young upstanding man Benjamin lusk uh and uh boy, when I first met you girls, you were i mean were you were you even teenagers yet no mm-hmm. two
4: thousand four two thousand four is when you started yeah, coming I was in to the fifth church grade
2: Wow, <laughs> you were in fifth grade, in fifth Abby grade. Mm-hmm. and Hannah, you would have been in seventh seventh grade. Wow.
4: Ben, what grade would you have been in 2004? In, in 2004,
6: <laughs> I was, um, I think it was 18 years old, actually. All right.
2: There
5: you go. Rob in the
7: cradle. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and uh,
2: since we're on that, how,
5: how old are you? Chris? I'm 27, so I was 16 in 2004. I was okay. sophomore in high school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
2: sophomore. Wow. And it is just... So cool, Nathan, you know, because these they were girls in this church mm-hmm. and now they are out living the Nashville dream, which we're going to mm-hmm. talk about tonight. Um, <laughs> they're trying to follow my lead, the success I had before I went into the ministry. <laughs> so we'll find out all their crazy adventures and all that good stuff.
1: So that's right. So um, and we're uh, going to start right off. So Somebody just kind of step up. What kind of music do you play typically? We heard a little bit. We're going to hear a little bit more as this podcast comes along. But tell us a little bit about the music you play, how the band was formed, all that good stuff.
5: We are (laughs) – this is always a trouble one. We are an Americana band. We call ourselves Americana, which is kind of the new buzzword as it were now. But um, it's kind of like a grouping of like roots music uh, with the bluegrass instrumentation. Mm -hmm. All of us play the traditional bluegrass instruments. Um, it's kind of folk music too that definition's kind of changed in the last five years mm-hmm. too um but I would say we 're more like an Americana quintet, yeah um, gospel harmonies and all that stuff too yeah and-,
6: and we came together kind of as a songwriting collective, so in a lot of bands, you have a structure where you have a lead individual who writes uh most of the material and sings lead on most of the material, but uh for the five of us it 's um Everybody writes, everybody's yeah. responsible for kind of fleshing the songs out. And, um, so everybody kind of gets a turn singing lead, kind of putting their own spin on what the song is that they bring to the table.
1: Nice. Very
2: cool.
7: We actually just finished recording an album, which was a fun time to kind of redetermine or refigure out what our sound is. Yeah. So live, we just all live out of our van. And so we can't really bring much more than our stringed instruments and it works really well. And we have a lot of fun with it, but on the record we have a full drum kit on a lot of the songs and organ and piano and some lap steel. Yeah. Trombone,
5: clarinet. Yeah. Trumpet.
7: So it's, it's a lot of fun and, and exploring that kind of taking the songs to, having no limits we realized or a lot of people are like oh you're a bluegrass band and we're like no we're yeah. not a bluegrass okay. band no. you know yeah. but but we have bluegrass elements but we have elements from all, all different, different styles yeah. of american music people will
5: see a banjo or a mandolin mostly right. banjo be like oh bluegrass band yeah, Bluegrass, mm-hmm. yeah. it's okay just different it's
2: yeah. yeah yeah and how about you abigail oh <laughs>
7: <laughs> 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 she just had her 70th birthday yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, You would think it man.
4: Um, I think too With having five different writers And lead singers Everyone brings a different style Everyone has a different Favorite type of music Different yeah. inspiration mm-hmm. And different types of singing voices So I would say we have Kind of all across the board Folk Blues, bluegrass, classic rock, a little bit of pop, jazz, jazz. Chris. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Jazz.
5: But we uh, we met actually. Hannah, Ben, and I went to college together down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, a little Christian college called Palm Beach Atlantic University. Yep. And I don't think we, I don't think any of us are really like buddies in school, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, we Ben and I met my freshman year at college in yep. two thousand seven. And uh, Hannah and I met, I guess, after I graduated, right? Right, your senior year? Yeah, my
3: senior
7: year. It was my senior year, so you guys had both already graduated. We
5: graduated. And Ben and I were in a band together um, for a short time, and um, that was going great. And through that, um, our our friend John D'Souza brought this girl to our show one time, and she was like super fangirl that's
7: not true <laughs> like,
3: that is
5: not I wonder I wonder who this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fangirl I'm like she was a big fan of us after the show and no because you were like I, I wish
3: I everybody could see my
7: face right now it's all scrunched up I'm like no
5: <laughs> she was like I just wanna hang out with you guys all the time let's play music together and do that <laughs> no none at all but we we met Hannah at that show and it was great and I think we went over to your house like the next night
3: yeah
5: and we brought our instruments and we played music and mm-hmm. It just kind of clicked.
7: Yeah. We all really mutually enjoyed each other's company. We did mutually enjoy each other's company. Which
0: doesn't happen very often. Diplomatic. (laughs) Very diplomatic.
2: Yes. You know, honestly, um, Mm -hmm. put you guys on the spot here. So there's no determined front person. Doesn't sound like there's a determined leader. Does that ever have its uh, ups and downs?
6: It can. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) I I only say that because I'm proud of what we do. But... We also um, we – I've joked before that we're um, very American in the sense that we have a slow, refined, democratic process. Yes. And so sometimes we're not as agile as we might be in decision-making okay. um, creatively uh, as we, we might yeah. be if someone was just leading it and saying, you know, this is what we're doing and hop on board. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that refining it that way um, also – is a benefit because we are all proud of what we have by the time we have it at the end. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I, I think it's interesting
2: because you, Ben...
6: By the way, Nathan,
2: Ben might be one of the first guys on here that gives you a run for your voice. <laughs> I think so. I mean, was I it... So. Um, Just stop it. Was it... Uh, <laughs> probably a bad source, but wasn't it Ted, that uh, the bear, that told... Uh, Morgan Freeman, I want to sleep on a pillow made out of your voice. That's that's how I feel right now. I love that voice, and I hate you that I don't have it.
6: That might be the nicest thing anybody's ever said.
2: (laughs) Come on, Hannah. Did you immediately dig the voice?
7: Immediately. Wow. Actually, and that was even before we ever met. Actually, here's a... Okay, we met in the early fall of 2011... But in the spring of 2011, Abigail came to visit me at school, mm-hmm. and the school where we went, they had this student literature night where people would share poetry and songs and stuff like that, and Abigail and I sang a song together right after Ben and Chris's old band played. Okay. So we actually all like sh- played shared music the same night <laughs> and shared a show and never even knew each other, yeah. but I remember hearing Ben sing, and I was like, who is that guy?
3: Wow. <laughs> What? And now they're married. Yeah. And now we're married. <laughs> so, ladies, all you have to do is yeah. dream. That's right. That's right. The rest was
2: history. That's, uh, oh, that's something.
1: So now we're going to play an uh, excerpt from one of your songs, What I Don't Remember.
8: Hearts my eyes are blind.
3: Gotta feel those scars on my hands
8: sometimes. I don't know where I'm going.
1: Now, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the song. Um, who wrote it? Um, what does it represent to you guys? Just all the fun little behind-the-scenes facts.
7: Uh, I'm Hannah, and I I wrote. I don't know if you, people can tell the difference between our voices. But I wrote the I wrote this song, and I actually wrote it um, right after I graduated from college. Ben and Chris and I moved to a farm in Texas yeah. and I wrote the song there and I was reading a book called Walking on Water by Madeline Langle, who's mm-hmm. the same lady who wrote um, A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. So this this book, Walking on Water, is about um, Christianity and art, actually. And yeah. it's about her process as a believer and as a writer, and what the two looked like together. And at the beginning of the book, she tells... This she shares an anecdote. She lived in upstate New York, and she said she was outside of her house one day, and there was a pond by her house, and she she had this vision that she saw Saint Peter on the water, walking on water at this pond by her house, and it just struck her as, I guess it kind of brought it, um, brought the imagery home to think of him like in this day and age at this pond by her house, walking on water, and she thought how full of faith he must have been and how um, he must have really known his true identity to be so connected, to be able to walk on water. And she says at the end of it, she says, I hope one day I can remember who I am well enough to be able to walk on water as well. I was so struck by that. Wow. And so I was, yeah. And pretty much right after I read that, I wrote the song in one sitting, and I was thinking about that, like remembering who I am and what my real identity is, but I was also at this very pivotal point in my life just finishing college, thinking about what was I going to be doing with my life in practical ways. So it was a lot of different things coming together, Um, but just a lot about identity and becoming who you are. Yeah. So.
2: Great, great, And how much um, when when you guys write? I mean, I can't imagine writing music. Can you, Nathan? No, can, us having zero musical <laughs> ability no. whatsoever. None. What is it? Is it? Do Do you typically have um, in your heads any of you a, a tune first, an idea first, a lyric first, or does it just vary song to
5: song? I think it varies song to song. Yeah. Maybe for all of us, and you can start out with like a maybe you heard a, a phrase that you want to turn into a song or a chorus or a verse idea um, but I've had things where it's like I've gotten the entire melody of a song done and then I have to write the lyrics for it or I'll have it all show up at once sometimes too I mean it's yeah. different for all of us yeah mm-hmm.
4: yeah I would say I usually it usually goes hand in hand like I'll think of a lyric like maybe one line and yeah. then yeah. the a melody for that line and then write according to that lyrics and melody
6: yeah I think I'm pretty similar. I'll, I'll catch a, it usually happens at in our uh, inopportune moments, like driving or it's just cliche, but showering or, you know, you're yeah, doing some, I'm some, doing some, some, kind of, right, but right. Yeah. some kind of like autonomic task. You're just yeah. doing a thing that you've done a million times. And then a thought comes into your head you go, man, I gotta remember that. And, uh, and then I think similarly I'll get, I'll piece it together with a melody, you know, a lyric and a melody at the same time and then go yeah. from there.
2: Yeah.
1: Very cool. Now, um, Hannah, you started talking about um, just faith and um, Ben noticed you had the uh, solas tattooed on your arm. Guys, talk to us a little bit about um, your faith and your background um, with that.
6: We actually find ourselves in an interesting place as a band because we we come in contact with a lot of different people from... Uh, You know, venues large and small, um, nice. There may have been a (laughs) burp. If it doesn't get edited out, it was Nathan. (laughs) Definitely was. We, but it's interesting. Venues large and small. We we meet so many different people um, uh, from all kinds of walks of life and. So music and art in general is kind of a, an inkblot test for people. You know, when they come in contact with it, one of the beautiful things is that they—you uh, could have different ten different people glean something different for each of them from from a single song. Yeah. Uh, and so we have hilariously simultaneously been accused as too strong of a word, but we've been um, assumed to be either religious or irreligious, depending on. Uh, who listens, who, who focuses on what lyric or, you know, um, of specific songs. And so we all were brought up in the church. Uh, my father was a pastor for over 20 years right. down in Jacksonville. And um, I think that a heritage of American music, for better or worse, is that there are going to be some biblically thematic elements happening yeah. in mm-hmm. a lot of traditional American music. And so because we take from that tradition, uh, some of those metaphors are going to show up. Um, Regardless of whether we intended to be um, explicitly Christian or not right and when you write sense.
5: from your experience it's just kind of like it just comes out yeah. of you it mm-hmm. just is what it is right, right. we've been denied we've been denied for being not Christian enough and we've also been denied for being too Christian yeah. Wow so yeah Wow. The pagan, we, fest. Yeah, pagan fest, a pagan
6: fest, a pagan fest. Why
2: don't know? Abby book that one. I just got a feeling she's searching for something.
6: Kidding, of course. Abby, but, yeah. but pagan fest isn't fair. It was a solstice festival. Yeah, that's what. Oh, okay, funny. okay, it, okay. It
4: was a summer solstice festival, and they sent us. Our booking agent sent us the offer, and it was. We were really excited about it, and yeah. then he wrote back and he said, "Actually, they said your music is too Christian, has too many biblical references. Really, they don't want you to be a part of it."
7: It was so funny. Wow. And it's funny because when we were, when the band was just the three of us in South Florida and there's a little town next to where we lived that has a huge kind of pagan anarchist subculture. It's really funny. But we were invited to play a summer solstice party down there and they're just the kindest, sweetest, most wonderful people. And we had a ball and we played it in, I don't know, 2011 or something like that. So we wrote the, you know, this festival was like, too many christian too many christian themes no thanks after they'd booked us and we wow. said well just to let you know like we've played a summer solstice before we we think it's great like we, we enjoy just you know spending time with you guys if you'll still have us and they said no no really? thanks yeah. hmm.
3: so we wow. really just
4: wanted the money
3: <laughs> it's, yeah, that's right. true <laughs> we're willing
7: to
4: change every god to I mean,
5: goddess
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know This too far yeah,
3: 10 well, bucks is
5: 10 bucks yeah.
2: you, you guys you know it's you, you're it's not Christian music, quote-unquote, unless you, uh, in the second verse or something, put the gospel in um, <laughs> and invite people to put he their faith in Christ. call? A A A A call. call. You, yeah, A you guys do call. realize. <laughs> no, I mean, I've talked to you girls about that periodically in the past and other members of the Dempsey family about that very subject. Mm. Um, love what you guys said there. There is uh, My sense from you guys, you probably resist and would consider it somewhat artificial to label music right yeah christian right secular yeah. is that fair yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
7: it's funny when i was when i was in middle school i had a subscription to CCM Magazine. Oh yeah, of
3: course.
7: <laughs> which was awesome.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs>
7: and I, you know, say what you will, I, I was a huge switchfoot fan. I oh, yeah. still really love John like Foreman. I know. I really dig his music. And something that stuck out to me even before I was playing music, there was an interview and people were kind of giving him flack about not when they like crossed over to a secular label or something and they had put in big quotes, we're Christian by faith, not by genre. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: And, Interesting.
7: And I was just like, wow, that really s- stuck out to me. And I feel like that's resonates with people more too, is just the, a genuine yeah. a, experience of a person and a genuine faith rather than any kind of label that you have to put on Interesting.
6: it. Yeah. And I think that's a point well taken that we've, We've gotten living in the Nashville area, which is also a huge Christian music capital in the sure. United States with Brentwood and Franklin. And um, there is, you know, with all due respect to everyone involved, there can be just as much exploitation right. in Christian music if you're not mm-hmm. careful yeah. um, as there is in secular music. And so, one of the reasons why I think we're really lucky to have each other and our musical experiences that we really are looking for an authentic experience. Yeah. And sometimes that manifests itself in, uh, Christian American Christian metaphors or just Christian metaphors in general. And sometimes it is something that feels maybe it tastes a little secular to someone who, mm-hmm. uh, is looking at it from that angle. Interesting. We always say, or I always say to my parents who
5: always want to know about it, huh? that we're, we're Christians in a band, but we're not a Christian band. Yeah. Like, right. We're not writing worship songs, but we are like, Some songs may be like we're struggling with faith issues or the nature of God and that kind of thing. And that's just, that goes back to like, it's just what you write. It just comes out of you. I
4: was going to say so many people say, write about what you know, you know, and that's like such a big part of all of our lives. And one of the most real things that we experience is God in music and God in each other and just what, how we see God, how we've experienced God. And that's kind of can be in everything.
2: You guys, because you travel so much too. I mean, we were looking at your website, uh, ForlornStrangers dot com. Yes. yes. We're gonna push that. Put it <laughs> no. all out our show. Oh, yeah.
1: ForlornStrangers dot yeah. com. We're also um,
4: on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
1: There you go. <laughs>
6: Good. We got to do all the followers yeah, we'll, after this. Yeah. What we'll do is when we uh,
1: when we release this, we'll put everything up there so people can click oh, on cool. you and tag you and all that awesome. stuff. So.
6: Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be cool if you could link my Live Journal account, which has <laughs> there you some, go. some poetry that I feel like. Oh, <laughs> We're doing that now,
2: The Live Journal account. Uh, you guys are together so much. Um, do you guys view each other sort of as your primary faith community? The way you relate to each other, care about each other, probably fight with each other? Uh, not Hannah and Ben. You guys probably never fight. But everybody else, just
6: me and
3: Abigail.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get you. Is that is that how you guys view yourselves?
3: Yeah,
6: I th- yeah. I would I think definitely so. say so. I think it's actually a great way to put it as primary faith community. Is that what Yeah. It? yeah it's it's um, difficult to go to church. Sure. Yeah. Traveling around. I mean, shoot, it's difficult to go to church. But, no, but I know walk a walk.
2: It's hard for us to go sometimes, gonna yeah. and, and you got to speak every step for sure.
6: But it it is nice to feel like you have some kind of semblance of sacrament with one another. Yeah, um, you know, engaging in creative community day in and day out.
2: Yeah, awesome.
7: It's interesting too. I in college, I feel like I studied biblical studies for a little while until I was like, Psh, I'm not doing yeah. this. I just, I'm going to study creative writing. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. I feel like we're going as a community of believers together, we're kind of coming from a different angle than a lot of people do in that we share our finances and we live in a van together yeah. and we work together and we're like, I don't know, maybe closer to the Acts 2 kind of thing uh-huh. than any other community I've experienced, instead of coming out it like, oh, we're meeting together, we're talking about the Word, or we're doing service projects, and our, but our lives aren't actually that interconnected. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of a, I don't think anybody will ever get it perfectly, but it, instead of being like a Bible study that figures out how to do life together, we're just doing life together as believers and figuring out what it looks like to be... To do that.
4: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. Does that I,
3: make sense? Yeah,
4: absolutely. I think just community and, n- yeah, being homeless, you know, living out of each of us have a little duffel bag, wow. learning what you really need yeah. and what is important. Mm-hmm. And I think the longer we do that, the longer we do that, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm usually way too loud. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can't be too loud here.
4: <laughs> The longer we do that, I think, uh, the more we learn what is important and that I think we've we would all agree is community and the relationship we have with each other.
1: Awesome. So the next song we're gonna play um from the band is Whittle and Pear.
6: This is a, an interesting song for me because it was a song that, like Hannah, um, I wrote out at this farm in Texas that um, Chris and Hannah and I were, I guess it was about six months of really sweet time out there. And um, my the song is, is about my father, uh, who, uh, as I mentioned before, was a pastor for uh, many years down in Jacksonville, and also was a chronic pain sufferer, he's fibromyalgia, um, which is for the sufferer it's tough to comprehend yeah. um medically um but then also it posed an interesting philosophical dilemma for the kids which was if we feel like dad's doing god's work why is he in so much pain all yeah. the time um and that was something that we kind of all I have an older brother and a younger sister and we all just kind of digested that through our childhoods, uh, childhoods our childhoods all the way up to uh, all the way up through um college and beyond and it just all of that all the musings of that came out in this song um and it came from thinking about you know wrestling with angels and how that you know there's a a twisted walk is one of the lines in the song just leaves a mark wrestling with god leaves a mark uh, in some form or fashion and uh that helped me heal on that issue i think a lot in my own heart thinking about it in that frame of mind, but it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. He was, um, preaching three services every week, uh, every Sunday and then doing pastoral counseling while on some pretty crazy meds, wow. um, you know, just like painkillers that are, you know, it's, it's tough to describe how foggy he must've been and still trudging on. Wow. And then of course my mother sticking with him, you know, just side by side right through the entire ordeal yeah. as a unified front. Um, and, uh, so the song was kind of written, um, from the perspective of, you know, wishing I could take the burden from him, yeah. but knowing that the burden was actually kind of a sacrament in and of itself. Wow. I think.
2: Wow. That's awesome, Ben. Thank you. Um, you guys just to, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, your current state. I love it. You're living out of a van. <laughs> you are doing life together in the most literal way possible. <laughs> I got to ask now here's a. Uh, softball question. Then we'll move on to some bigger stuff. Uh, showering. How's that going on? What's how's that work? <laughs> I've never tell me
6: about this <laughs> <Yeah>. word showering. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's a rat nest. <laughs> Bathing practice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. I mean, just I mean YMCA's. A- anything you can find.
5: How's that work? We have we have just stopped short of showering at truck stops. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're very close to doing supposedly
7: that. they're really nice though. Yeah. yeah. Really. Three yeah. nice. bucks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, we experience, we have, uh, between the five of us, we have family pretty much all up and down sure. the East Coast and friends. friends. And so more often than not, I would say we rarely get hotels and we have places we can stay yeah. with friends or family that have showers. Yeah. Um, not that we Sometimes. use them as often as we should. Well, I
5: mean, but... we may have stayed in like less than five hotels all last year. Yeah. 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 Think about it.
7: But we, we have been – or I, I guess I can just speak for myself. I've been so overwhelmed by the hospitality yeah. that oh, we've yeah. experienced. Yeah. Of We've been on the road since last May, and people just open their doors for us. And yeah. we're wow. six people. We're six people in a van. We usually show up at their house after midnight because we have to play a show. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, there's this, like, incredible meal cooked for us. And people give us their beds. And half of the time, they don't even know us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Through Facebook, it's crazy. Wow. You know, we'll be like, does anybody know anyone in Greenville, South Carolina? And then somebody <laughs> says, oh, my friend lives there and her mom lives there. And then they say, sure, you can come stay with us. Wow. And it now we've made, like,
5: good friends in, like, you know, Memphis. All over. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: That's great. awesome. And then
5: last no- er,
4: November, we had um, my friend Allie, yeah. Allison Olander, and our photographer, Jen, with us. So it was eight of us.
6: Yeah.
4: Eight people to just like stay in your house.
6: Wow. And one of the cool practical elements is that if you like for touring the way that we do is if you watch the news, you're just going to be a nervous wreck. It's going to put your blood pressure through Everyone's the roof. To get you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but since we've actually been out touring, which for 2015 was 181 shows in over 100 different cities wow. and 30 over 30 different 30 states. states. Yeah. yeah. Wow we have seen such an amazing side of people that has That's been awesome. hospitality yeah. and generosity really. at the drop of a hat, truly. It's been amazing. And that, wow. can,
5: that can make the difference if you have, not like a bad show, but if, if you have maybe like a, a less than great experience at a show, <laughs> and then, yeah. then you get to your home for the night, quote unquote, It's that can that can yeah, make the difference absolutely. every time. Wow. Absolutely. It, means, it means a lot. S- since you mentioned it, what is
2: a less than great experience at a show? I Any mean, what uh, the past what are some week. of the lesser <laughs> things <laughs> of oh, the past week, you
5: said, Abby? Yes. Wow. Lots of van troubles and
4: yeah. driving and Oh late man. Nights and- a
6: okay. run-in with uh, New Jersey's finest on the uh yeah. the uh oh, Turnpike the turn there. Uh, oh yeah. Wow. That's great. Were they uh
5: Jesse's less not here, than
4: here? So kind and himself. gentle.
5: They
0: were actually he was actually really nice. <laughs> he w-
4: he oh, he was, was. pretty. Okay. He was okay. I mean, he wasn't but he was, nice, but strict. He was strict, yet, like... <laughs>
6: yet fair. He, yeah. he is fair. Yeah, he is strict and fair. If we have any, uh, any uh, law enforcement folks listening, you're doing a fine job. Yeah, They're right. Great. We support him. <laughs> However... You email us
5: and give us y- a free... Yikes. Email. Coupon
7: codes. Yeah. Yeah. Coupon codes. Yeah.
5: It can, it TV 500. Like a, uh, the more... The more- into it the crowd is no matter the size of it can make the show great Mm -hmm. yeah if there's 20 people there who love the show and are really into it yeah that's like amazing but if there's 500 people at a show and no one really cares yeah that's a bad show yeah okay so it kind of varies like
3: yeah that's a good way to put it
2: yeah
5: yeah
3: Yeah.
2: how how long does it take you to tell is it pretty much first song you know I think we know Uh, about halfway through the set I would say
4: yeah we usually play like 45 minutes to an hour as a regular set sometimes if we do like a bar set that's three or four hours yeah. yeah and that's when we don't really expect people to be sitting and listening to the lyrics all the time but
2: yeah we I gotcha. can
4: usually count on like a pretty rowdy fun crowd dancing and we play some fun covers and stuff um but i would say for our regular sets three three songs in three okay. or four songs in we can yeah. say all right we got this or it's like oh yeah <laughs> dang it yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow
2: well well um You guys are, uh, I mean, it sounds to me like you've hit a pretty major, uh, uh, is it the next plateau, pivot point, what you would call it, in doing this album. Mm.
3: Tell
5: us, that you've got, is it Phil Madeira? Phil Madeira. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that whole experience. Phil Madeira, we met at Wild Goose Festival, which is an alternative Christian festival out near Asheville, North Carolina, in a town called Hot Springs. Hmm. And we were walking uh, through the camp one day and... um, we heard this guy playing Telecaster guitar, blues guitar, singing, and it was great. And we, after the show, Jesse actually made the contact and was, you know, we're looking to make a record, do you produce? How's that kind of go? And they kept in touch, you know, pretty well over mm-hmm. the next couple weeks yeah. or month or so. Um,
6: and it bears it bears repeating uh, to for us that he caught us on our way to the beer tent yeah <laughs> so you so you know you know it was good we were yes. like oh, oh this, this is good we're Let's gonna detour to it. Oh, yes. we actually
5: got to do he has a record called mercyland okay is amazing it's got like mm-hmm. emily harris lots mm-hmm. of different artists on it yeah and it kind of seemed like a vetting process of sorts from his side he asked us to learn basically i think it was nine songs yeah for a show of his in, in columbia tennessee and we learned nine of the tunes real quick on the record. Oh, on on his on his, on his album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to we got to quote-unquote work with him. Neat. In that regard and the way we talked to each other about our our faith journeys, our spirituality, the way we think about music, the way we think about community was like right on par with each other. We were like just like we were finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. And it felt like the best thing to do. And we met yeah. with several producers, other producers but Phil was probably like the – he was our brother. like right Wow. Away. Awesome.
7: The album – he has Mercyland and Mercyland 2. And they're a compilation, almost like anthology albums that he produced and co-wrote most of the songs. But they're all different artists. Yeah. And actually Relevant Magazine just uh, featured the second album. I don't know if you guys freed that at okay. all. But it's like a Christian – Thing I don't know. Anyway, no, I do. But I, he, I
2: write a column in the uh, related magazine called Irrelevant.
7: <laughs> that's uh, what I meant. Yeah, that was mean. what I was thinking of with yes. you. Yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But he, uh, I lost my train of thought. No. Dang it!
2: <laughs> no, you were Mercyland one, Mercyland two. Right. And oh, no. uh, man, I want
4: just to the way to the vibe of the records were, we listened to them a lot.
7: Oh, I was wow. gonna say it's called um, Hymns for the Rest of Us. Yeah, it's like Mercyland colon Hymns for the Rest of oh, Us. Cool. Because he was in the um, Christian yeah. music world for a couple of decades, yeah. and they never he he got to play with a lot of people. He played with Phil Kagi uh-huh. through the seventies, yeah. and and loves Phil, and he did great stuff with that. But his music is so real that. I think a lot of people were afraid to publish it, they were afraid to put it out and wow. so these songs are um just honest experiences uh that people have had difficult times, yeah. real relationships with God and and it's it's doing really well and it's it's cool to see how many people secularly and uh under Christian labels have who have come together mm-hmm. to put these records out and yeah. So we we're, we we're really thrilled to get to work with him and have, he understood where we were coming from on so many different levels yeah. and that was maybe even greater than anything sonically why we chose to work with him Yeah, because he just understood our, as our manager put it, we were meeting with other, uh, producers and he goes, well, Phil's really wormed his way into your hearts,
5: hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Awesome. And his records sound amazing, too. Like, it yeah, really kind of felt yeah. the, where we kind of wanted our music to, to get up to. Wow. And that was, that was for me, too, that was like a really big, not only did we jive with him personally, but musically it was it was just what we needed. Mm-hmm. The wow. At the right time. So the, uh, the,
2: this, uh, your first full album releases when? June, you said? We're looking at August. Yeah, August. I think it's
3: July, gonna be August. August. Probably August. Very really tentative, right? Note to self,
2: when we points. get there, we got to have them... Back then yeah. it, so it's fresh. Yeah. So we'd like to have yeah. close to the, the yep. promo time. Because we really are hoping our listeners uh, a lot of our listeners have asked questions about music. Yep. And we fumble our way through, Nathan and I. We we <laughs> we tend to get people on like a Matt, Matt Smith, Smith or somebody yep. that's a little more musically geared. So um this is this is is really, really cool. And you guys are done it, almost done it?
4: It's fi- we're finished. Okay. We're we've listened to the first round of mixes, so yeah. notes back. Waiting on the second round of mixes. I think uh, Phil said it's going to get mastered on March 29th.
5: Okay. So- and the guy mastering is the guy who did, like, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The he mixed Wilco's first record just, like, yeah. Great. Wow. Really nice. good, yeah, good, really excited to work good with Good things. Uh, man, that's incredible,
2: guys. Because, obviously, I think that's me. If you keep hearing that <laughs> ding, that is, uh, that's my wife asking me to pick up stuff from the grocery store. All right, let me read that list. Um, I won't. The um, the goal, obviously, guys, is as awesome as this is, you don't, right? I think it's fair to say, want to uh, be in your mid-40s, late-40s in this exact same season. I'm just assuming. Yes. Good. Okay. Uh, so, obviously, I mean, you are hoping that – and you guys might be all very humble. don't want to say it. I'm hoping that you guys catch fire – and uh, Nathan, we will say that we were That's with right. forlorn strangers <laughs> at the beginning. At the beginning, I mean, to them, they've already had a lot of history. To us, it feels like the beginning. That's awesome. So, I mean, you guys, I mean, talk about that. Talk about the uh, that as a dream. Uh, what do you envision? What would be awesome about it if you could do this full time? You could actually make a living off of.
6: Yeah. right I think it's what's fun to think about is we are yeah. right now in the black as you know as yeah. we're and we're at fuller and strangers l l c which is funny to think about wow we're, wow uh, we're a small business, but it also philosophically for us, it came down to when we put everything in storage and we gave up our jobs uh, in Nashville and gave up our leases on our homes in town there. it came down to the question of do we want to uh, you know, gamble the present, doing something that we you know may not feel enlivened by on the hope that we have the time in the future to do what we love, yeah, or do we want to go and kind of strike out and take a chance and people say oh it 's good, do it when you 're young and, yeah. and i there 's a lot of real wisdom in that there 's we're in a season of life, all five of us, six of us with Sarah, that we can. I mean, yeah. we, And we've had a, a lot of incredible help along the way, case in point, being able to come to Bel Air and stay yeah. at the Dempsey Casa. And yeah. um, I think what we're trying to do is rather than build stability um, in order to do something we love, we want to try to strike out and do something we love and then build stability kind of on the back end, if that makes sense. And yeah. so making yeah. it for us. Is much more about living with as much intention as possible um, rather than uh, conforming to an industry norm or, you know, something like that. Um, And I think that, you know, as you mentioned earlier, having the intentional community that we have with one another has been such an incredible learning experience that we feel like that is really a treasure in and of itself, but then to be able to act creatively in that sphere um, and have that kind of mystical, cool energy exchange with audiences that we come in contact with is an incredible joy. Wow. And so it really isn't so much a financial goal for us, although we would love, you know, to keep doing what we're doing, which is pay the bills using music. Yeah. Um, but it really is kind of, uh, a goal of maintaining as much personal authenticity as we possibly can. Yeah.
5: Sad. So. We're not seeking fame nor fortune. If we were
3: maybe I mean, a little fortune, yeah. We, want, uh, we want a more comfortable van to travel in. Right, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> a van that works yeah.
4: really. That's we all we need.
3: In our van,
5: I'd never.
3: Wow. <laughs> yeah. No. No. No.
7: Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Wow. Before it gets too far out into the universe, yeah. I, just wanna... right. I feel like the practical for me a practical step is like. Being able to tour and do music full time and also having a home, Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's been difficult. Just, oh, I don't know. I don't miss my stuff like materialistically, but I miss having kind of that safe place to go. Or there, you know, we've had so much hospitality, and it's nice to go to sleep anywhere and have a roof over your head. But there's, I miss that feeling so much. Of taking a deep breath and being like, I'm in my safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my yeah. space. And especially yeah. as an introvert, it, I, I miss that a lot. So if we ever reach a point where we have a house and, and then we can just go out and play music whenever we have shows, I, f- I think I would be happy. Wow. <laughs> we're, trying
5: to, we're trying to do that this year. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to end this year with, with a lease. Yes. I mean,
6: that's,
5: November that's the, goal. That's the okay. goal we got a new record coming out and that's important
6: but yep. we want a house yeah I think so it's, anybody out there has got a house that you're not using right now yeah. For Strangers at
4: GmailDev. <laughs>
6: <Right. laughs> <laughs> but having it's funny because having a home is you know an extension of your personality as well and because we've experienced um, so much hospitality the natural response is you want to give it too, and so yep. that I think in mm-hmm. in one sense having our personal sanctuary and for particularly for me and han as a married couple um going on two years now she's been incredible about just being totally serene about being on the road but we had a a one golden year in nashville where we had our uh our home together and that was really nice and you feel like you're able to provide for people in the same way that we've been provided for
2: so so ben was that your first the first
6: year you guys First year, year, right? Yep. Almost, like, oh, almost to the okay. day. Okay. We
7: actually moved out the day after our anniversary. Wow. <laughs> so we like packed up our house and like ate crackers on the floor. Happy anniversary! Oh, and then yeah. we like moved out, <laughs> and so it'll be <laughs> funny. We'll we'll oh, yeah, you celebrate did a half marathon. Yeah, yeah. I ran a half marathon and moved out on our anniversary. <laughs> we had our first big <laughs> wow. Week.
5: I think it was our, was it our first? or like our second. We had like a for the at the time it was like a big tour of, of like six and a half weeks. Yeah. And then we did our six and a half week tour, and then like that next Saturday or whatever they got married. right wow. the year yeah. before yeah. Wow. We're like before.
7: planning yeah, a wedding on the road <laughs> and then yeah. after that we moved we actually moved out of our house on our our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Wow. So then this year, yeah, we'll, we'll celebrate two years of marriage and one year of homelessness.
2: <laughs> well, you know that I was going to say that is like the Israelite. Practice. You know, the man did not go to war the first year. He had a domestic life. It's over. And you guys are out warring.
3: Warring. Uh, uh,
2: all right. So, one of the things we want to say, particularly to our listeners, guys, is we, you guys have been hospitality dependent, which is awesome. Yeah. That you've met so many incredible people, um, which does bear. We talk about this on this podcast a lot, yeah. Nathan, that there is so often this uh, mentality among Christians that you've got really good Christian people and all the really bad secular people. <laughs> and I think there is the sense that the image of God in man is so clear. I think hospitality may be more than anything. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just for people to give up what's theirs yep. and to freely share it, yeah. and you guys can testify to that what's more than anybody. To, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, It's so, so awesome. And uh, now part of me... You know, it feels much better. If This sounds uh, patronizing, chauvinistic, ladies. I'm sorry. But if that was like you two... See, I know both of you girls. You would do this if it was just the two of you. (laughs) And would depend on people's hospitality. And that makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Because I love you and I'm terrified of girls out and about the country. So you guys, we're holding you accountable for their safety, their protection. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but to any of our listeners, we want to say uh, just check out all their social media stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can find it all, right, guys, at forlornstrangers dot com, mm-hmm. yes. yeah. um, and you'll have all the Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, what are the other uh, What are the other cool things Young people do? Vine Is that a thing Do you guys do that We don't
4: have Not that us. Okay We have Not a Snapchat guys. But we never use it Yeah
5: doing a, a Periscope yeah. For like a hot second We did <laughs> Hannah so and I pretty. did a Periscope When Periscope. we were booking Don't
4: like it In <laughs> Island And we were just like Oh this is funny And you know You're like Just live streaming Yeah And we were booking So we are just at the kitchen table And then it's like Whoever's tuned in Tuned in there. There were like 65 people Watching us like, book our tour. Wow. And then they're like, wow, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Play some music. Ha, hot girl with the glasses. Or oh, like that. I'm that's like, weird. <laughs>
2: that's weird. Deleted. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird.
4: It was weird. I bet. So we deleted it after that.
2: Yeah. What would you guys have thought about it? You know, guys, for all your social media stuff like uh, MySpace <laughs> and uh, Hot or Not. <laughs> Uh, yeah And um, Yes yeah, <laughs> you know, All the things That were current In 98 uh, You know If you guys need to Dial up with your Juno And get really Connected to these
5: guys Just, just ask you know, Jeevas ask Yeah Jesus, ask us.
3: We'll right.
2: We're going way back But no All their stuff Is there And I would love it If we got some Just good feedback From our listeners yeah. I know You've heard A little bit of their music It's really really good Can't wait till their new album mm. Um comes out
1: and and greg um because we love doing this to each other we're gonna go ahead and uh you know throw throw something a little sweetness into the mix so um for the first five people to like their facebook page yeah um we will send out a nice little book
2: yeah we'll we will send out a book um we don't know what yet because how about this dude how about all right our listeners, we've mentioned a lot of books uh-huh. in the last several weeks. Sure. In fact, we got an email today. That somebody said, could we compile a list of books that we've been talking about, which Nathan, I'll have you do sometime. <laughs> I would do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm very, um, I say ADHD. Lisa says, I think you've got the thing called L-A-Z-Y. <laughs> so it's, it's something like in between those two. But you tell us the book that
6: you want. Yeah. And we'll send it out.
5: Now, if, if, if the five of us unlike the page... Right.
6: And then re-like it. As I say, I have it, my phone's in my hand. I'm uh, really interested in getting a new book. So. Yes.
3: We'll take yes. anything uh, free.
2: That, that is good. That is good. And I'd love to say we'll give them their album but we can't yet. Right. Yes. We'll have to but wait until they
1: come back on. In, yeah, uh, for
2: Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, so. guys. So we're, we're already committing. We're going to have you guys back on... Around the time your album, yes, yeah. amazing, we will be, be honored up here. Great. Exactly. Yeah, great,
3: we'll do a show up here.
2: Uh, so I would say all of our great, hospitable listeners. Yeah, you've got five or six because Sarah is kind of your manager for. Like, is that her title? Our accountant slash merch girl. Your
3: accountant, merch babysitter. Babysitter, Yeah, yeah. holding it <laughs>
2: Six awesome young people yeah. that are probably going to be looking for some accommodations. Yeah. it would be a great help to them. <laughs> We'd love to be able to support them in any way that can. You guys have been a blast. Oh, we'd love you. that. be nice. It's been yeah. we'll so much fun. It. Thank you. Yep. It's been great. And uh, we have a final song that we're going to end the show off. Yep,
1: final song. So we're actually um, going to turn it over to Chris right now um, because, Chris, you're going to talk about this one, Cleveland. Go ahead and just give us uh, you know, that summary that we've been doing for him, and then we're going to play it to close everything down.
2: And, Chris, let me – got to say it. Yes. yes. When I heard that song, I thought, i got to know this is a real – Story. It
1: is a real story.
2: Just, it's the broken hearted. Oh, yeah. And can we call out the girl by? No, we don't want to do that.
7: Uh, <laughs> got, you have no idea what's about talk to, to happen.
3: <laughs> for hours about this particular story.
5: Short, short
3: and uh, sweet, Christopher.
5: All right. So <laughs> This is a, this is a um, whatever the opposite of a love song is, while masquerading as a love song. I um, was with this young lady from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, she lived in Aurora um and we dated for a very long time many many years and um things went south mm-hmm. i thought things were going great we are talking about getting married you wow. know having kids settling down doing all that and um she ended things very abruptly and i was back in cleveland with my dad who works for nasa hmm. and i want to say it's ames research center out there in cleveland or glenn research center one of the one of them and uh while i was there he was doing his meetings and i kind of had a date to myself and did all these kind of crazy things and wrote a song about it. So.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So. And, I, and I think your uh, audience will love the refrain. And what is it? It's, uh, is it, I hate your daughters? The, the
5: chorus is a nice, oh, Cleveland, oh, Cleveland, I hate your daughters, and I hate their sisters, and I hate the way that I keep coming back. Oh, <laughs> man. it's good. That's
2: good.
7: And when we um, play it live, you, you always say, we'll send this one off.
5: <laughs> well, I don't want to say her name now, but <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I usually <laughs> say, uh, we'll send this one off to the lovely and, and the beautiful and lovely, whatever her last name is right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, Chris. No, That's great. That yeah. Talk about writing from the heart. Man. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a good one. Good good song to end this
1: off. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. Enjoy the song. Guys, thank you so much. Forlorn Strangers. remember thank you. Yeah. Like thank you so Facebook, much. Thank Twitter. You. Help them out. Hold them if you can. House them, yes. hold them, whatever. Yeah, feed them. We'll That's take a right. hug, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw money at them. <laughs> Whatever's needed. All right, enjoy.
8: I'm heading west of Superior Avenue. I'm trying to find the first two Maybe if i walk up down street, I could sleep by the stadium. I found two bugs on steps of the corner. I used them up on a cigarette. Ask a stranger there in the crossroad, if I could maybe catch a light. Oh, Daughters, and And I I hate sisters. I hate the way that I keep
3: coming back.
8: Face and I heard your voice call everywhere I look around. Well, just like Job, I'm bound for torture with you as executioner. Now, all these roads and back realities remind me of our New Orleans. If I could find a flight of steps, you know I'd die in Ohio.
3: Oh, Oh, Cleveland. oh, oh
8: Cleveland. Well, I hate your daughters and I hate her sisters. And I hate the way that I keep coming back. somewhere in the back of a Bible. What a God's been known to punish man. Well, if that's true, then I surrender. A kill me now, oh, watch me fall. Kill me now, oh, watch me fall.
3: Oh, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland.
8: I hate your daughters, and I hate her sisters. I hate the way that I keep coming back. Well, I hate your daughter, and I hate her sister. And I hate the way that I keep coming back.